News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi resigned his position yesterday following a tumultuous week of political haggling. And it's a move which could have implications beyond Italian shores. To discuss, we're joined by Eric Silvers, the Wall Street Journal's Milan correspondent uh, who joins us from Italy. Eric, could you take us briefly through the reasons why Mario Draghi has resigned and why we're facing an election in Italy in September? Yes, of course. Good morning. Um, well, basically, when... Um when Draghi took over early early last year, he uh, he managed to put together a grand coalition, which is very rare in Italy, as opposed to some other European countries. And he brought together some very different groups: uh, a far right populist party, uh, center left uh, mainstream party, and 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 other populist parties. So he had this wide this wide uh, wide coalition, which was initially very good, obviously, you know, the, the, the better, the bigger your uh, your majority in parliament, generally the easier things go. But uh, after sort of a honeymoon period, it became, it became difficult to hold them all together. So they started bickering about various things. One important, uh, one important issue was uh, about whether to send arms to Ukraine. Uh, that became a big issue. They got over that, and Italy has uh, has been one of the countries that has been supporting most uh, vigorously Ukraine with arms and also sort of verbally with uh, with comments from uh, from Draghi. So that was that was one thing. But then, sort of the the thing, I guess, sort of the the proverbial straw the straw that 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 really set things off was uh, last week. There was uh, they were discussing exactly how much. How much uh, financial support to give to people and companies who have been hurt by by rising inflation, which of course was exasperated by by the war in Ukraine. So, in a certain way, the war of Ukraine was was extremely important. But the sort of the the final straw was was now, was something a bit more prosaic. The Italian population is used to very frequent elections, of course, Eric. Uh, but they probably could do without this volatility at the moment. But Europe could do without it as well, because the polls show at the moment that uh, the election could throw up two right-wing parties in government and a very right-wing new Prime Minister, Giorgia Maloney, uh, of the Brothers of Italy party. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. And it's a bit... Um you know, we don't. We, if she were to win, it's a bit, it's a bit um, unclear exactly what would happen because in the last couple of years, she has been trying to present herself uh, as a little bit more mainstream. I mean, this is a party that very clearly has its roots in a neo-fascist party, um, but you know, we're talking a long time ago. But nevertheless, I mean, those are the roots. This is she. She. She's a person who who used to be very very vocal against the EU raising doubts about Italy's uh, participation in Europe and so on. You know, those sort of general, sort of generic uh, European populist, you know, battle cries was, was, was very popular for her. But, you know, she's dialed that back a lot in the last couple of years because she, she's been preparing herself for this very moment for a long time. So she wants to try to present herself as much more mainstream than, than, than people thought she was. So if, if the center right does win, if she becomes prime minister, you know, it's, uh, we're not exactly sure uh, what we're going to get with that. And, and, and finally then, Eric, uh, that, that, that level of uncertainty, particularly if she does become prime minister, it could soften Italy's views on what to do about, about Russia and it could uh, lead to issues about the Italian debt uh, and, and the implications of that for the ECB and the euro. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, 
the, the question of Russia, again, she, she was initially very tepid on sending arms, uh, but then she came on board. Even though she was the only major party that was not supporting Draghi, she did support uh, that policy. So in theory, uh, from the question of the arms and, 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 and Ukraine, you know, we're not expecting huge things, at least not initially. As far as the debt, absolutely. And as I'm, I'm, I'm sure probably a lot, of, a lot of people are aware up there, um, Italy, Italy is is you know huge if you consider the other southern European countries and Ireland, which obviously had debt problems during the financial crisis. So so it's a whole different ballgame if Italy were to send to descend again into sort of mm. uh, financial problems. I think that's still a long ways off, but it's definitely a possibility. Okay, yeah, lots of lots of volatility in, in, in Italy because of that, and it could spread beyond their shores. But Eric Silvers uh, of the Wall Street Journal, thanks indeed for joining us this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.